Hello, sure. I don't have metal in my teeth. Hello and welcome to When Will It End? It's the movie podcast where we watch the movies. I don't have any metal in my teeth. I don't know who's saying this. Well, I do know. It's me. It's my co-host, Charles Hobby. Charles, welcome to the show. I think you have metal in your teeth. I don't have metal in my teeth. How do you know? Uh, shut the fuck up today. My brother went to the doctor and they said, oh, you broke your nose again. And he said, doctor, I've never broken my nose. And he said, well, Philip, your nose looks like shit. Uh, so you've broken it at least once before. You know what this story reminds me of? <laughs> Do you know what the story this reminds me of? No. You ever heard about the clown Pagliacci? No, the great no, Pagliacci no, the clown? I have heard of so that. So there's this guy. He goes to his doctor says, Doctor, I'm so sad. Uh, there's only five wait, wait. subspecies Are movies. Are you saying that my brother's Pagliacci? Well, uh, in his own way. You're kind of ruining the story for people who don't know this. Oh, yeah. At home. Everyone knows it because we've told it on the Well, the show. great clown Pagliacci. And, you know, the thing is, like, what's so ironic is... Do you think he had to write a prescription? To go see the great... Clown right, can you like, could you show up with his script? And he's like, I was, I don't have a tick. Let me ask you this. You go to your therapist and they yeah. write you out a, a script to go see a clown show. That's like the <laughs> ultimate fuck you, right? Like, it's like the most devastating. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Yeah, like someone like charged with making your life better is like, why don't you go to the clown show? Which <laughs> Clowns are, are notoriously bad. Like they're, yeah. they're intentionally gloomy and sad and you laugh at their pain. Right. The joke is that they, uh, it, it's just pure schadenfreude. They're but I just, guess if you suck mm. and you have to go see a therapist because you suck so bad. Right. Maybe you'd enjoy the schadenfreude. Welcome to Mental Health Month. On uh, Is that it? When will it end? Why won't it end? When will it end? When will it end? Did I say why? 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 Why, why, why? will it end? What, did I say that you, originally? You know, we could have as many shows as we want. As many iterations sort of, of this. Look, spreading around with the a W's. formula this good, two white guys talk about movies, it's limitless. Are there more? Uh, movies? Uh, white no, guys? No, no, no. Podcasts? Podcasts? Podcasts nope, that? this is the one. Great. Oh, I the one know. show we've cornered the market. Uh, heretofore, no white guys had any big ideas about movies they thought were worth recording. What are you doing? Just making sure. You called it the mushroom. That's the It's the windscreen. What is it? it? Looks like a tie dye thing. Well, that's because I used to spray spray uh, bleach on it <laughs> during early COVID days. Oh shit! So it looks nuts. I should probably get a new one because yeah, I just... realized that I keep jamming at people's faces and and it, my, it's a little disconcerting. Do you think the bleach did anything? Bleach will bleach will kill something. Bleach was killing something. Yeah, I mean, I drank it after our, our dearest president told me to. Yeah, this is good. Any, any more uh, Trump uh, yeah, orange yeah, man yeah. bad jokes? Uh. Mm, freaking uh well i mean uh, it was gonna just say drum orange man bad but you already took that one right uh small penis small tiny hands um, did he have a small penis well that was the it would it'd be it's so it'd be so like it'd He's be definitely. it'd be over for him yeah um it'd be his cock so he'd, small you have to pack it in move back to freaking uh, uh <laughs> we pack in his cock uh no just like his stuff oh all of his shit do you think he like has no. stuff he's like my dad where he just like moves in has one of those card tables that yeah. no one uses except for old boomers the like ones where the legs flop in yeah millennials ain't working with that shit no. anymore no i feel like he like has a tv and has suits but like i can't oh, think yeah. of other stuff you know what i mean like because he eats cheeseburgers. Oh, that's one of my jokes. He's just the cheeseburger he guy. Eat, he doesn't eat fine cuisine. No. So that you just throw away the trash. God, imagine if you were a dog person who ate fast food. Hey, have you speaking of which, have you tried out my advice for the crunch wrap yet? Ben, it's not in the way. It's, it's out of the way. I rarely go there during meal. Yeah, times. let's estimate how far of a drive it is from your house to Taco Bell. Ten okay, minutes? So it's like I would say 10 minutes on the bleeding edge of 10 12, minutes. 12, yeah. Wow, upwards of 12. Yeah. I'm you just know, saying it's out of we the laugh, way. We laugh, but that's 20% more than what I estimated. Yeah. That's big Wait, numbers. If, if time is money, 20%, it's talking. Ring, ring, pick coupon. it up. Pick it up. Ring, 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 ring. Hello. It's money. <laughs> it's money. Speaking of money. I love you, money. I love you, money. I love you, money. <laughs> Thanks for calling, money. Uh, money, you can call in any time. Today on the show, we're starting a new series. Charles, can you, can you smell that in the air? <laughs> Yep. Blood? Mud? Blood. Blood, yes. It's Radu right? drooling thick blood all over our podcast. Yeah, I guess there's mud, too. Is this going to be the Radu-verse? Yeah. I hadn't decided yet. Subspecies-verse sounds too long. It's too long. Subverse, Subverse too weird. Okay, because, like, one, let me just get out in front of this. Subverse people are like, okay, they're doing right. um, Das Boot, mm -hmm. Das Boot. Or we're doing a bunch of kink, kink shit. Um, or sure, kink shit. Or yeah. simply a, a series of films set around the world of Large Sandwich. 
Because um, large long sandwich is the crucial oh, part. Yeah. Look like submarine boats, but is sandwich. Jesse and I started the Dom verse. Okay, where we just did Daddy Daycare. Sure, Daddy's home, Daddy's home too. Well, I was thinking so sub and Dom. So if we already did the Dom, right? The Dom verse, the sub verse could work. I think like w- one of the primary tones of this show is eroticism, so that I think slots in nicely with. Mm-hmm. If you're not listening to this show in delirious ecstasy, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, because it's a horny show. I mean, this watch... is like one of those uh, try not to come videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah an exactly. hour long podcast. Here's and by the way, it should be implied that there's a standing challenge to our listeners. <laughs> yeah, try, just try. We fucking dare you. We fucking dare <laughs> try you. Try not to come. Try not to come. Um, yeah. and, and we uh we came around to uh, a little movie called Subspecies sure to kick can. off a new series. Now, um, this is a 1991 direct-to-film. Fi- direct oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they make those? Let's just and, and, okay, edit point and go. You can set a marker, I found out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving your journey. Just into hit the, M. Yeah, hit M. Hey, just hit M, It's baby. as true now or as space. it was then. I think either one works. Yeah, you're fucking, you're a wild man. We're talking I changed about- the colors, so it looks like audacity, so I have a little more of like a- <laughs> um, like a harsh jump into a new program. Right. So I'm using the blue gray. Charles is making the, the, the big move into Adobe Audition from Audacity. And it's nice. Boy, it's exciting. I do like, so this is the, I don't know which version of Audition you have. I like that it looks like old school sci-fi Mm-hmm. Technology yeah. colors Neo the, could be using this. Yeah, like the green and black and gunmetal gray. Like, I think that that suits my like early Warhammer yeah. like shit. You nope, know, mine's uh, I changed it to a, a nice like purple blue. Yeah, and the background's white, a light a light gray, and then the highlight is a little bit dark or a little bit lighter white. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's nice. Um, my uh, it really opens up the space. Adobe Audition was actually shot on location in Romania. Oh my so God. my Adobe Audition has lots of crumbling castles, mm. um, uh, rough-hewn, rustic barns. Yep. Little butt uh, demons. Carlo. I have so much about the butt demons that you're going to be so delighted <laughs> so by. so excited. It, would you believe there was a whole other thing they tried to do? Uh, I do believe because yes. there's not enough <laughs> butt demon in this movie. Um, okay, so we're talking about uh, subspecies to kick off our series in the Radu-verse. Yeah, the Raduverse. Um, the Raduverse. Like so um, basically, because uh, it's it, spoiler, uh, the the series uh, follows the exploits of the undead Radu Vladislas, portrayed by the great Anders Hove. I don't know if I'm getting. He's Greenlandic. That's incredible. Is this the first? I have <laughs> never heard of a Greenlander. And this might be the first uh, Greenlandic actor <sighs> or art artist in general we've Hell ever yeah. highlighted on the show. I recently read um, Underworld by Don DeLillo, and there's this whole section about a man like raving about how Greenland's just like a conspiracy that doesn't actually exist. God, that guy's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. fucking, what's his name? Hove? We love Hove. Hove? Unless he's a, a plant. Hove. A state plant. Hove. We have our first Greenlandic guy. So he was also, he, he did some uh, soap operas before landing his dream role of being Radu with long fingers. He said, I'm reading here, I've always wanted to play a man with long fingers. It's, the, it's a quote on Wikipedia. I said, if you write me a role with a guy with long fingers, I will go anywhere except Romania. Now, this is crucial Ooh. because they had to negotiate, uh, director Ted Nicklaus had to, uh, Nicola, Nicolau, Nicolau, Nicolau? Ted Nicolau. 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 Whoa, hold on. He did Terror Vision? I didn't know that. Terror Vision fucking whips. This guy's good. I love Ted Nicolau. Uh, So basically, okay, so subspecies. What did he work on Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Um, It looks like he was on the crew as a sound recordist. Cool. Um, Tobe was like, you get them screams good, boy. (laughs) Is that what Tobe sounds like? I don't know, probably. I thought his name was Toby. Toby. Tube. 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 Yeah, Tube Hooper. <laughs> tube Hooper. Tube. Tube Hooper. And the so, award okay. for best tube. <laughs> Mist, Mist, well, I guess it sort of speaks for itself. Mr. Here Hooper. The, here are the Tube Awards. <laughs> that was Tube also. Okay. He runs that in his living room. So I went he never to, gives it to his son. I went to Alberta, Canada, the great province of Alberta, because I'm a very famous noise musician, world-renowned. Yeah, um, yeah. People love it. Uh, what can I say? The artist, for me, it's like my my journalism, my podcasting, my lovemaking. It all comes from the same source of creativity and inspiration. Right. Just sullen anger. <laughs> yeah, sullen anger. Yeah, and burping. A little bit of burp. And I got so a few years back, and I, of course, because now we're old, 
Um, this was actually many years back at this point. Yeah. I got flown out to beautiful Alberta to play a couple mm. shows in Edmonton and Calgary in October. And like in October in Edmonton, which is the largest uh, metropolitan center closest to like the fucking North Pole. Like it's really, really, really Edmonton's like many hours north of Billings, Alberta. Montana. So yeah. it's, it's west yeah. and okay. north. It's west. It's crazy how far out Edmonton is. Huge Korean population. I let, spoiler for Patreon listeners. We'll be talking about more <laughs> Korean beef later. But I, I was staying at this guy's house who booked the shows. It was near Bulgogi House where I had some delicious bulgogi. Mm -hmm. um, and as comes with the territory of the punk and noise and metal world, this guy was like, you know, I got to work today. But while I'm out of the house, if you want to go through my VHS collection, you can watch some of what my years horror is this is 20, 2018. Okay, so a lunatic that still admires the VHS tape. No, oh, yeah, I mean yeah, a hardcore yeah, yeah. fetishist who had a okay. massive horror movie Sick. VHS tape collection. Very cool. Which is something that sort like, of. I don't want in my life. Personally. No, 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 no. Thank you. Can you imagine moving that shit? No. That's why Trump. I mean, as you could call him a tiny penis orange man, but and, and let he's us not just, moving boxes of shit when he has to leave. He's also not smart. Well, that goes without saying. Okay. I'm just saying, like, just, he doesn't have to box up all those tapes. It's wrong what he did, and I think we have to make that very clear. Um, I'm just talking about his tapes, man. Yeah, I don't, think he has of, a, I don't think he's ever... Of. I think he's kind of going to, like, hold something and looks at it and, and just makes, makes no impression, which mm. I almost admire. Like, there's no... Yeah. There's no engagement. He could just hold... He could hold a severed head and be like, oh, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, just no... Yeah. And that's awesome. That's how he became our man. Anyways, so I was, like, looking at this wall of moldering VHS tapes, and I was like, Maddie, baby, uh, you got to give me some direction here. And it's like, well, you know, there's this, there's that, there's that. He's like, and then there's subspecies. And I was like, subspecies? All right. That's an aggressive name. Surely that'll be explained in the film. <laughs> Why it's no. called subspecies. Yeah. Um, but no, like, basically, he was like, it's a lo-fi direct-to-video horror series that was shot in Romania in the early 90s when, like, that, when just as, like, the end of the USSR is happening and you can suddenly just go to tra literally Transylvania and shoot a vampire movie. And I was right. like, that sounds fucking awesome. So I watched the first two movies on Maddie's couch in, like, freezing cold Edmonton, uh, Wait, did they have heat? There was heat, but, like... Okay. I was saying for October, even... So we're speaking now in beautiful Massachusetts, where just over the past weekend, it got, like, minus 40 with wind chill. Like, it was truly fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, it was still pretty fucking nasty yeah, up I in Edmonton. Just, in, can you just try not to date the... Because it's going to come out in, like, yeah, April oh, or May. Fuck, you're right. Think, yeah, so. yeah. Um, maybe, but maybe, hey, maybe keep our fingers crossed. Uh, maybe there'll be a weekend in May. Yes, where it'll also be minus negative. 40. Yeah. So okay, this was... Cool. We're, let me... Yeah, we'll just edit point and go. Recently in Massachusetts, either within the last weeks or months, it was cold for a little bit. For a day. For a day. For it was really day. fucking cold. My pipes froze. Oh. Then the pipes burst over the nuns who lived downstairs. They did? That's why my Sunday was really stressful. Oh, and no. My Saturday, my so Saturday wait, but was it your fault or was it the nuns' fault? Well, no. What, was it, it, well, first off, um, the nuns are lovely. And though I think <laughs> spiritually and politically we differ on some issues, I want to say they're excellent neighbors and they're extremely sweet people. Um, but I'm blaming the structure of the house itself because I was, of course, worried, is it my fault so I didn't mm -hmm. do enough water dripping, which is not the silver That's bullet. Not, it's not. But, but basically... It's, neither, it's not the steak nor the rosemary bead buckshot. You're right. Yeah. The rosemary bead buckshot is one of the many fucking brilliant things about this <laughs> We're movie. We're going to get to that. Okay. Carlo is Whistler. Put a, put a pin in it. We'll get back. Am I getting so, it? Is it Carlo? Carlo, you so wait, but you you think you're not blaming? Oh, there nuns? were some there were some pipes that were under insulated. You're not this blaming, is not interesting. But this I just want to. So you're not blaming the house, neither the nuns nor you. That must feel good. Yeah. Long story short, no one was mad at me, which was my major concern. God, yeah. Stefan's so good looking. He's so good He's looking. So good. And then by default, then what's her name is so good looking. Uh, 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 Denise Duff, one of the all time great names. Wait, is that her character name or her actor? Name? That's the actor Denise Duff. Denise Marie Duff. Best known for her roles as Michelle Morgan in Full Moon Features Subspecies Series, the subject of this very podcast. Mm. I'm trying to make sure we're going to get Is this Carl? <laughs> it's just Jeez, a regular old Carl. Wrong. I thought it was Carlos <laughs> or Carlo. Or, the whole time I feel like we were saying Carlos or Carla during the movie. Yeah, no, I think it was just Carl. Uh, Jeepers Creepers. Anyways, um, so I saw this movie, the first couple movies in the series years ago, and was just, I think I even saw, watched the third one at some point, and it was just like so 
delighted by this. I was like, you know what? Given our our run with uh, Saw and Friday the Thirteenth and Scream, let's keep the horror. Uh, the 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 horror Choo-choo. must flow. Yep. Is that it, from Dune? Is that like, the must the the uh, must I th- flow? I think it's Vladu is the mind killer. Vladu is the mind. It's Radu. Radu <laughs> is the mind killer. Yeah. We're not doing Dune ever. Never. No. Actually, I might. No. Never. Never. So um, I wanted to open up the door here and say, Charles. Uh, creak. Oh. It's money. Creak. Kring, kring. I tried calling earlier and nobody answered. I'm Radu. Oh, we were doing this bit during the movie Radu's podcast. <laughs> yeah. LeBron really sells those fouls. No, he's more like that. LeBron, there we go. You've been in the league for twenty years. It's still embarrassing when you sell those fouls. <laughs> yeah, he'd be a good. This podcaster. is Roddy talking about LeBron James uh, yeah. selling fouls. Anyway, so so Charles, um, I loved this movie going into it. I was really excited to show it to you. I'm interested. Tell us about your first experiences with this mm. somewhat unique series. Uh, walk us through it. What are your impressions? What- Just an initial walkthrough. Say yeah. like giving you the tour of the house, but we're not spending more than a few, just like there's a Look, we room. know that your mind there's palace, the, it's like the freaking house from Saw 2, okay? Yeah. You got the yeah, dirty yeah, needle yeah. pit. Uh-huh. You got the, the incinerator yeah. furnace in the basement. You got the box with the, the, the accordion sure, knives dude. in it. Don't put your hand in it. Don't. Why would you even do that? Ah. Uh, and I got the initial room. You got Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> you got I Donnie wish, Wahlberg's kid. I wish I had those things. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, so so yeah. this... Uh, is one of those, I think, I sort of talked about this on screen, but it is really fun to just watch a horror movie and not like watch a movie about family drama and a movie about drug addiction and a movie about missing my dead daughter. I would say this movie has zero symbolism. Yes, <laughs> it's everything is all like, wet wounds. It's, it's all <laughs> wet vampires. It's just like gross shit with amazing cinematography, amazing right. score. The, the vampirism is not about like sexuality or like, it's just about like uh, vampires. They're fucked up. <laughs> but then there's the cool shit where like within that, you have this, that shot of the two identical leads looking at each other. We, we, we were both really taken by this because, like, obviously, Point Break is one of our guiding stars. It's mm. one of our Rosetta Stones. Yeah. In, in the 90s by era of having incredibly androgynous main leads who look like, what, like, because, like, Lori Petty and Keanu Reeves are, like, identical looking in Point Break. And then you have, like, fucking the golden god himself, the Sways dog with his flowing golden hair. And mm. he's just so beautiful in a way that, like. Uh, it's just not how you traditionally would arrange those those gender stereotypes for an action film. Similarly, in this, you have Stefan and and Michelle, who are the main love interests, who have the exact same haircut and the exact same jawline and the exact same, same eyebrows. eyebrows. <laughs> and she's same not like eyes. she's not like a you know like a, a buxom blonde running around in like a like a dress or whatever. She's like you know it, it's very funny that this this movie goes like out of its way to really have the two romantic interests be like right down the middle almost gender it's it makes no sense to gender them because they, they're the same person yeah and they're both beautiful so beautiful but then the scene where Denise they stuff for my money in this movie is one of the all-time most beautiful people yeah yeah definitely we could do we could bring back we have most valuable haircut very hard to give in this one because there's a tie well stefan looks like he look, kind of looks like Johnny Marr, I would say. He Who's looks that? like the guitarist of the Smiths. Oh, yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, yeah. De- he definitely dresses like Big that. Big Johnny Marr I think that helps. Um, and uh, yeah, I think Michelle, her, her most, short-cropped cut is excellent. I think we did Most Valuable Hunk or something once. MVH? Yeah, well, but that's Car- also MVH. Carl wins this one for me. No, that's MVP, right? Oh, you use both your P uh, and your H? Well, and you have to also think, consider the other age. I'm a man haircut. for all seasons. Um, yeah. I would say Carl doesn't win the haircut thing. Radu might win the haircut. <laughs> but you got to put the eyebrows into haircut, maybe. Is Radu the most valuable hunk? I don't know. He's so wet. Tell you what, tell you what. He's I'm, so I'm going to introduce a new category. Okay. Most valuable thingies. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesus. I, I look, How am I, I ever going to pick? Listeners might say I have tailor-made this category for Radu with his conspicuously long fingers, which, a uh, bonus, if he tears them off, turn into little dudes who help him. So that's how we, th- this movie starts with. <laughs> with Scrim. With Scrim. Scrim out the gate. Who is uh, the from old fan, man. From Fant- Phantasm, yeah. most famously. So it just like starts. We don't know what year it is because it could be, it's just in a, like a castle. 
We got our, our our chandeliers and flyer fireplaces, and then Vladu shows up, and he's got these really long fingers. They're so long, these fingers. These fingers are like I am a man with short fingers. I think I probably have. I'm in like the bottom ten style percent percentile percentile yeah. for small. Let's, let's compare our fingies. Like we're even, we probably don't college. So students. anyway, but I have bigger you, fingies. Yeah, but if we even line up like. Look at these palms, baby. <laughs> so my palms are big. This is the most romantic thing we've ever yeah, done. Yeah, we talk. My fingers are much bigger than yours. Your big fingers. But look yeah. at look at my palm. It goes past your palm. I mean, where? Where do you think it goes past? Right there. Oh, barely. But I'm just saying, you have, a, you have slightly longer palm. But that's the thing is, I have a small hands, just like the orange man. Right. Oh, but I have so a... Small. The, the ratio to finger to palm is also, I think, abnormal and makes me uncomfortable. I think this, the fact that we're getting this level of insight into this element of your body dysmorphia is actually helpful for people. I wanted to play the guitar, and I think that the combination of long palm, short finger. I just wanted to dance. I wanted to be a dancer. But I do think that most people, like, I have to reach extra far with with short fingers because I have this long palm to get past to reach the fret. You've heard of a long road to hoe? Well, he's got I a long palm to, to guitar, to guitar f- grass. Fretland. Fretland. Okay. Well, that so, was good. Um, so, so Radu he, looks like Nick Cave. Yeah, who else Big did we Nick Cave we, energy. We thought, I said something else. But anyway, we were, were always saying something. I know. Um, and he just gets a cage dropped on him because um, the old man, I guess, is Papa. Who's Papa? Papa is king vampire of Vladislav Castle. And it's sick that we get... Which conspicuously is not in any of the history books or maps. Hmm, isn't that interesting? Mm, no guidebooks? Not a single one. No local um, shrouded uh, mask-wearing lunatics? Not one of those dumb local maps that the local Chamber of Commerce makes. It's like Uh -uh. a cartoon map of the area with different businesses highlighted. It's just got little vouchers you can buy to get into their local... No one's ever used those. Have you ever used one of those? As a kid, I like to them. I've told a story on the podcast. Don't tell it again. When I moved to Boston for the first oh, time and Jesus went to BU. Christ. You went to J.P. Licks. We, yeah, you know the story. Yeah. Yeah, I got the coupon book and I yep. stole a whole box of them. Wow, good stuff. Lived on, lived off that for two years. Mm. Uh, quick, uh, lightning round question. Mint chocolate chip, good or bad? Ice cream. Well, not good. Great, done. Book bad. closed. I'm going to go with bad. <laughs> okay, so yes, Radu goes to daddy and goes, daddy, you've summoned my brother who's a fucking dickhead and yeah. I hate him and fuck you, dude. And daddy's like, oh, this sucks. I'm going to put my son in a cage. <laughs> Stand there. <laughs> the cage yeah. falls sort of slowly on this. It's like the size of a human and he's perfectly in, just encapsulated in this cage. It's wonderful. Now, does, does this phase Radu? Does Radu... Uh... Oh, I don't think so. Well, he does what we he all would what... do. <laughs> yeah, we snap the ends of our fingers off and turn into butt demons. A little butt demons. Now, yeah. let's talk about... that. These are, as I understand... Because the first off, just He's some context... got to be the subspecies, right? Uh, subspecies is the first film ever shot in Bucharest, Romania. It's the first what? movie. Yes. It's, uh, wow. No American film had gone there oh, before. Oh, American movie. Yeah, okay. American okay. film. Um, so... The subspecies creatures are identified at those are those guys are the subspecies. Yes, the little, I knew it. I the little knew blood it. Demons. Okay, so this is gonna you're gonna love this. I'm gonna read right from the Wikipedia. Uh, the subspecies creatures, which were created from Radu's blood, originally began as local Romanian men in rubber suits. The men were filmed in overscaled sets to simulate the miniature size of the creatures. <laughs> The perform- they looked amazing. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> the performances of the Romanian men, along with the design of the rubber suits, caused director Ted Nicolau <laughs> to rethink his approach. Okay. Nicolau brought an animator, David W. Allen, to, Allen, to assist him in creating more magical-looking subspecies creatures. Allen went through all the film footage that contained the Romanian extras in the rubber suits, the film's editor, in order to find usable footage before and after the men enter the scene. This is where it gets fascinating. Alan would use the isolated footage to develop a new background for the animated creatures he would later create. He created two puppet types displayed in front of a blue screen, a stop motion puppet and a rod puppet. Each of the puppet types were composed of foam rubber and held some skill, uh, similar skeletal systems. Some differences between the two types include tension filled joints for the stop motion puppet while the rod puppet was looser. The flexibility of the rod puppet allowed for faster movements, which were needed occasionally for real time filming. So I'm just fucking blown away by this. They like shoot one probably incredibly hilarious version. <laughs> we got to see that. We got to find Romanians in rubber suits. Subspecies. Which, by the alpha. way, I actually, you know, I do Google stuff like that on a regular basis. And I never come across this. <laughs> really? It's news for me. 
Who's David W. W. Allen? So he's worked on The Howling, Twilight Zone, the movie, Young Sherlock Holmes. He got an Academy Award nomination for that. Willow, Honey, I Shrunk oh, the Kids. Oh, hell yes. So there we go. They brought in a real champ. Died at 54. Too young. Aww, too young and a SoCal so guy. Born in L.A., died in Burbank. Story of my life. Well, not really. No, not born in Pittsfield, died in Pittsfield. Born in Cape, uh, actually born on Long Island, actually. You were born in Long Island? Yeah, it's my it's my burden to carry. Wait, so that's where Mike was born. Our friend of the podcast and occasional guest and co-host, Mike Rifkin, were you also baby from Long friends? Island. Were we you were baby, baby friends? friends. Oh, my God. This is huge. Baby friends. So, yeah. So, basically, um, the, the movie feels like it's flexing all of its shit right out the gate. Right. Because we have the, Angus Scram, iconic horror movie actor. Who's sucking off of, like, a blood lollipop okay, the in blood the shape lollipop. of a, a small gelatin <laughs> it's bowl. the bloodstone. Yeah. Thank you. And but it looks like a like a push pop or, like, a, a weird glistening cake. It's really, it has like a, it almost like a foil base or like a golden, like truffled, ruffled thing. It looks like a butt plug for the, the world's like largest, the, yes, for almost the, flexible. Right. For the, of butts. To someone the who's really guy. into it. Goatsy guy. Yeah. Yeah. That needs that extra and level. Then it's, this like glassy bulb with like streaks of red in it emerges out of this like base. Do you think that's where JK got the idea for that blood ball that tells the future or something from the first Harry Potter book? God, I'm nuts about the Potter. The Potter. Oh, wait, which came first? Potter was after subspecies. Uh, yeah, and obviously deeply rips off subspecies. Right, because the bloodstone. Right, is... and then that, the sorting hat, of course. Oh, my God, uh, yeah. I forgot about the sorting hat. Because the sorting thing. hat clearly, yeah, comes, clearly comes from based on... That Carl's... Flat hat that I hated no, so no, much. No, you hated the formalist felt hat that one of the Romanians <laughs> is wearing right. in the woods. One of the lynchers. No, I think they're the guys with like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, they, the did, they that lynched cut off that, that lady. lady's head. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Got those cool ass masks and shit. Yeah. Anyway, so, okay, so we got like Scrim. We got Scrim licking the bloodstone, which is very important <laughs> to the movie. We got Radu showing up who looks like 12 feet tall, big fingies. He looks like Nosferatu with Nick Cave hair. Mm -hmm. Then we have the fucking, the puppets. Go, like, so I mean, right, scene so one, we're getting his, everything. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And I think what's so great is that maybe they'll answer some of these questions later. But I think the thing with most franchising where I'm so flabbergasted is like, they always, when it's bad, they answer questions no one's asking. And in this case, it's like, it's on the verge of me asking, but I do not care what the bloodstone is. I don't really care about any of this shit. And it's just nice that we're like, what? there's a bloodstone and there's a guy that can cut his fingers off. And it's just like, yep, that's just happening. Scene's over. We'll move on. There, the fact that this was direct-to-video is so crazy to me because this is easily better than an unbelievable swath of, of cinematic releases yeah. that we've watched for the show. And there's something about this that is like the ultimate lo-fi horror movie to me, because going off of vibes and aesthetics alone, it's just everything I want. The soundtrack is fucking amazing. Yeah. It's like proto dungeon synth with like spats of like Enya like it's shit all over popping the up. And there's five composers on this movie. Yeah. They hurl this really diverse, interesting soundtrack that like weirdly doesn't sound disjointed. It, it all seems pretty well tailored to what's going on. And the fact that they shot this on location in Romania it just pays off in buckets the entire movie. Right. They don't have to do anything. Yeah. Like yeah. we think about like Saw, which was shot in like eight minutes in like a garage or whatever. Right. Exactly. And like the fact that this is a micro budget horror movie, but being able to just literally run across rural fucking actual Transylvania, it doesn't get much better than that. No. And I think what's cool is that it's, I'm a big Italian horror guy. This is better it. than any Fulci movie. I'm going to say that right now. No, yes. I don't. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. They're okay. both wonderful. But Are you said, sad that there wasn't any bubbling in this one? Bubbling? Like when Fulci does like the, the, the oh, bubbling. Like bubbling blood? Like what if it was bubbling? No, they're okay. good on their own. But I think this like mixes a nice blend of like early American horror with Italian horror. And it's a cool, like we get the big castles and the vampires and bigger stories. And then it's still got like gross ass wounds and just like, set pieces that don't matter. Like it's just like a string of set pieces that are very good. Well, I think about like us playing vampire survivors and how vampire yeah. survivors is, is cobbled together from the remains of Castlevania, which in turn is like the idealized Japanese memory of like Gothic horror. And like, it, it's in that vein of like wonderful, 
if you're into the essence of like a crumbling castle and a stalking vampire and there's very little original about subspecies but it's all delivered with this like wonderful enthusiasm and that intimacy because it is such a small production ultimately that i don't know i feel like we like very quickly you can just latch into the tone of this and then just ride that high for the mm -hmm. 84 minutes and like by yeah. the way thank fucking god oh. Oh. thank you tight 90. 84 delicious minutes we did it of Radu drooling. But I think that's what, what I was sort of getting at earlier was when it's like, it's not about anything. So it really digs into like these characters. Some of the actors aren't great. Some of them are very good, but I don't think it really matters. You have just like, when like when Carl and Stefan are talking about Michelle, like that moment has so much baggage between like his extended life as a vampire trying to be a good person and then she's like, she's got your mother's eyes. And it's like all this like loaded stuff that would happen between two people that know each other well. But the story doesn't go out of its way to really do much more than have this conversation happen. And it's really amazing. The relationships are really good. I totally agree. Um, and they're like, why didn't you fucking kill Vlad Radu centuries ago? And he's like, oh, I was just too much of a pussy, Carl. He's my brother. He's my, but like, it is. It's like, why would this, if vampires live forever and they're both vampire brothers, like, why is this happening in 1991? And like, they even talk about the thing, but it turns into like, he's scared and he has to confront his dad and confront his brother. And it brings all this up in 84 minutes without really doing very much. Yeah. And then also it leads us to like a, a perfect cliffhanger ending where, you know, uh, spoiler alert. That's it. Michelle to save Michelle's life. She, she allows, you know, Stefan to dig into her sweet, sweet neck slash upper shoulder meat and turn her into a vampire. Mm -hmm. uh, Radu. What did you say? Make me like you. Yeah. Make me like so you. So sick. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Radu survives his beheading apparently, which is amazing. Uh, of course he does. I just love that they like, just like hurdle full force into being like they're in subspecies too. Radu will return energy. Mm -hmm. And I, I just love it. Yeah. I love this movie. It's 84 minutes of just bliss. I love watching it. It's yeah. such like a, a, a good old pair of jeans. You slip it on and you're like, wow, they're caked and cum on the inside. <laughs> yeah, it feels good. It does. It feels nice. It does. But I think what is also exciting about this movie is that they actually try. Like there's some amazing shots. Like there's one shot from like overhead where the beams of the ceiling like perfectly cut up each character so they're standing in their own isolated space in this like large room together and the shot of the makeout scene where it actually just like focuses on her fucking gross ass wound while they're making out and they were i told i can't remember his name who's the french guy the french vampire uh, director. king louis the, oh not that one uh, one of your fucking cousins presumably one of the the guy who did um Oh, the vampire movie. Nosferatu? No. That's German. I know. I'm talking about the French. I'm gonna You're talking about German guy. For, no, I'm not talking oh, about Oh, the him. Lumiere bros? No. Those are my French boys. French vampire. Oh, Les Vampires. Les Vampires. Les Vampires. French vampire movies. What am I thinking of? You're I thinking of Only Lovers Left Alive, I'm thinking obviously. of Only Lovers Left Alive. Jarmouche. This is never going to so, find. Uh, this is, is Les Vampires. No, it's not. I'm not Wait. fucking talking about. It's Vampires. This guy. Jean oh. Roland. Yeah, Jean Roland. Oh, yeah. Roland, 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 Roland. We did an episode about fascination for the old show. Oh, how about that? Yeah. I think that's what I saw. Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Fascination. I Dinner. love this movie. I thought I saw it. No, we didn't watch it together. We did. I watched one of these. No, no, no. I, I saw this in, uh, in New York City. Yeah, I and we watched this. it together. Oh, really? Yeah, we did it together. Jeez. Thanks for remembering. I thought it was a really nice moment. I want to say Jeff. Yes, Jeff. Jeff. We will finish The Bear. The Bear. Well, I told you, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. We it's really bit, liked it. It's a bit much. I mean, the, the, yeah. It's, I think it's a it's a little. Did you finish it? Yeah, of course. It's the not ending that long. is. I know. I was, I was talking, is a I was talking to a coworker, and he's like, "Yeah, I made it to episode six. It's like, eight. that's weird. Episode seven is the best episode of the series, and it's only twenty minutes. Is that where they do the one shot? Yeah, yeah, and it's really good. And then episode, did you get two episodes ago? It's an hour. I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, the ending is like all this strife about brothers. Cousins, cousins, <laughs> Chicago and beef, Chicago. and it all ends with like, oh, we have money. All this, all, but it is interesting. I mean, it's not bad because that is how America works. We're like, oh, I suddenly have $300,000. Can do something with my life. But it also is a little bit like, oh, all the problems. It was actually just because the suicidal brother just uh, dumped all my money in a can of pasta. 
pasta can. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm the French would call a Deus ex machina. God from the machine. The machine. The machine. That's it. That was the bear corner. Da bear. Well, I'm excited for two. I like it. They're like, so what should we call the restaurant? And they're like, da bear. Yeah. That's and then cut to credits. Yes. Da bear. Incredible. I mean, but the guy who plays his cuz, Richie. Mwah. Yeah. The cousin, where cousin he actually Richie. like kills someone and goes to jail. That part was great. Yeah. I really like that part. Yeah, you like the killing, the murder. But no, yeah, the, uh, what you're what you were saying before we got sidetracked into the bear, the bear corner, the uh, bear corner, um, is like for a movie of subspecies, limited budget and limited release schedule, and frankly limited ambitions. I mean, it clearly was just like we can make a cheap vampire movie, put a direct video, and probably turn an easy profit. The the creativity that filming on location clearly drove mm. is so much fun to watch because. You know, I sincerely doubt that they were like had a huge amount of advance time to, to set up a lot of the stuff. You get the impression they're in these crazy cool locations in actual medieval Romania, crawling up into fucking rafters, get setting up shots in ancient hallways. Like you really get the sense of like them having fun with the, the just it's the freedom to be in an actual physical space and just to tap into what's already there. And we you know often look nowadays you got the green screen, the blue screen, the freaking uh, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't even wear Iron Man suit anymore. Nope. Just jeans and a t-shirt. Just jeans and a t-shirt. That's not my Iron Man. And that t-shirt, probably a fucking Foo Fighters shirt. Yeah. Giant the giant. best, the 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 best. Are you just reading iTunes reviews of when will it end? The best, the best, <laughs> the best. So, I mean, there's, there's that sense, like when they're like crawling around a fucking hillside cemetery outside of a actual ancient right. fuck. It's just so uh, much fun to be in that space. The scene where um, I think I'm actually sort of happy it didn't get all weird and trippy, but I feel like um, who's the guy that did a field in England and uh, Ben Wheatley. Yeah, I feel like Ben Wheatley could remake subspecies and it would be like it would be a, a step somewhere, but it would be it's like it's all in the same place because the scene where he's like outside and Vlad Radu what is his name Radu Radu Radu's like coke beckoning him forward and then Stefan's just like writhing on the ground and we don't get any explanation we assume it's because it's daylight well again we know enough about general vampire shit that it's like and that scene was amazing just so good it was was just like writhing around on a hill and then Carl shows up and takes him away but it's just like a scene that doesn't matter at all really it had so much, I think that's what I love about this movie. So much feeling. I don't know. It's just like the wounds made me go, ah, you can attest to that. For sure. Every time I saw a wound, I was like, ah, get that away from me. You and- didn't like it all the wounds when the, the ditzy Bond character, who's such a fucking dumb idiot, who's always just basically. <laughs> She's a great actor. Great actor. She, she pulled she plays it being off. a dipshit it. perfectly. Let's, let's give her the proper yeah, credit. Yeah, her wound reminded me of like. Where credit is due. I feel like it was even more gnarly than, maybe not. Maybe the Requiem for a Dream arm is more gnarly Wait, hold on i think i may have been incorrectly attributing things here laura may tate no that's laura may tate <laughs> i'm Good so one, confused IMDb. great picture of laura this may is tate. so confusing i'm confused as to who i'm crediting for being in what this is so annoying that's a terrible that's photo. a terrible picture. it's so unclear wait so lillian is the ding dong michelle mcbride is lillian okay who plays like the, the ding dong who's like i'm gonna stick my hand in this dark right. hole oh no a wound oh yeah so laura may tate is michelle Okay, but then I'm confused. Who the fuck is Denise who the Duff? Fuck is Denise Denise Denise. <laughs> Denise. Find out who Denise is. Denise Marie Duff. I'm so confused by this. This is really driving me crazy. Is that her? No. What the fuck is that's going not, on? That's not her. Who's Laura May Tate? That's her. <laughs> I'm so confused by this. Wait, okay, that's, okay, that's Laura May Tate. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Just what we is can't, happening? We couldn't even make this. Okay, stop screaming. Couldn't even make this shit up. We we're talking about how similar they look. And if you Google Laura Maytate, you get a picture of Stefan. <laughs> On IMDb. So who the fuck is Denise Duff? This is so confusing. Maybe she's in another subspecies. I don't know. Is it Mar? No, Mara. This is so. No, Michelle is. This is insane. My mind is melting. There's no consensus as to who is Michelle. Who's Denise Duff? Where's it even coming from? <laughs> oh, Laura Tate. So, okay, th- going back to this, who is Denise Duff? 
Just search Command F, Denise. She's not even here. She's not even here. She's not, she's not even in the. What cast. is going on? What is up with fucking IMDb? Wait, what does it say? She subspecies. Maybe she shows up. Oh, later? she's she must be a, a different. She must be in one of the a later different ones. Michelle. This is insane. Maybe she takes over the role. Wow. So anyways, Anders Hof, who plays a, a Radu, it looks like earlier in his life, he studied law and economics and planned on taking over his father's business before going to the... <laughs> yeah, he Conquer did by stealing the bloodstone with his butt demons. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an autobiographical piece. So he was in Critters 4. So oh, if we ever do the Critters series, we'll re-encounter uh, Anders Hove and General But Hospital. like the decision to make his How fingers... He's only 5'9"? How'd they do this? <laughs> Movie magic! <laughs> get this shit. His dad's name? Get this shit. Anders Hove. No shit. I swear to God. He's Anders Hove the second or junior. Whoa. But in Greenland, they don't give you know, a they fuck. They don't even care. There's only, they don't give a fuck. You know, because it's only two men in Greenland, and they're both named Anders Hove. Now, I bet you're wondering, who did he marry? Great question. American dancer and choreographer Ann Thayer Crossett. And together, they have two sons. Mr. and Mrs. Crossett. His wife is the first choreographer to hold a seat in the Danish Council of Arts. I wonder if that, that was tough, nice. being, a, being a groundbreaker like that. Yeah, it has mm. to have been. It has to have been. He didn't like living in America. He went back to Denmark. Hell yeah. He said, not for me. Let's see what he looks like outside of Radu. Okay. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Pretty Radu he looks badass. He looks cool as hell. Look God, at that guy. That would, he would be. I would say he's got some light Sam Neill energy. He sort of just looks like your typical, like, hobo king. If I guy. told you that this guy was from Greenland, you'd be like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> He's got that Greenland. He looks like a, like a, um, I would say he looks like someone in a rock band from the like 70s. Lance Hendrickson energy. Yeah. A little Sam Neill in there, too. He's a great mid century white guy to have look at as that a vampire. Black and white picture. Right here? Yeah. Look at him holding that little pupper. He looks a bit like Colin Farrell here. Yeah. Where's the, where's the pupper? Oh, yeah, look at that? That. oh, he loved the dog. No, that's, Wait, no, that's that a looks gremlin. like a, a gremlin. A fairy and ook. This is from <laughs> Disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, is just labeled podcast. Disturbing. Yeah. And it's on. It's Here, on I'm going to make that. Maybe I'll just turn that into um, the, the art for this one. But we're, but can, can you get two heads on the little demon baby or whatever that is? This, uh, is a, this is a good show. Yeah. We're, we're talking about Google. This is an Honors Hove cast, I think. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, the fingers, I think we've seen other, well, doesn't Nosferatu has the long fingers? Nosferatu famously long fingies. Can we bring up a picture Let's of Nosferatu? Let's get Nosferatu up here for the listeners at home. <laughs> Nosferatu is a friend of mine. No, but yeah, so yeah, long, obviously, look at his fingies. Bring up a big pic. I'm thinking up the big pic. Okay, yeah, this is the picture. And then can we, everyone at home knows. By the way, doesn't he, he doesn't look tall? Well, it's just from that angle. But we're looking up at him, so presumably then he bring up a picture tallest. of Radu. Okay, in a different tab. This is this is great. This is like if you're like a late night host, I'm the producer. Yeah. Radu the handsome. <laughs> put in a, nope. You got to. I'm going, I'm going fine, to images, motherfucker. Fine tune that search. Maybe put in subspecies because we're getting just oh, soccer so, players. So, so, some sort of. Okay. Oh, look, wait, he's got long fingers too, though. He does. Look at those fingers. Those are gloves. He's oh, wearing shit. Gloves. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Um, <laughs> God, I love Radu so much. Yeah. How excited are you to watch many more Radu? I'm very excited. Radu rocks. Just look at look at oh, the subspecies five trailer. Look at how long those Scroll fingers down. are. Scroll down. Scroll down. Yeah. He got longer fingers, my friend. Go up. That one. This one? Yeah, yep. it's incredibly long fingers. Look at those fucking fingers. In he the fingers. old, yeah. hundred old. Look at that little bitch. <laughs> He's got nothing on Radu. <laughs> He's a little bitch compared to Radu. Yeah, it's true. You know, it's, you, when we think about how technology has advanced <laughs> over the 20th century, you know, you look back at <laughs> Nosferatu. They only dreamed of having fingies as long. Look at them. They're so long. They're, they're crazy how I long Radu's fingies are. I would even bet that after making butt demons out of his fingers, they were still longer than fucking Nosferatu's fingies. Yeah. Um, okay, so Radu's got the long fingies. I think this is like, the, that's the thing is anyone else, I, I feel like a production, they went for it. They made long fingers. 
They made wet. He's always got blood in his mouth for no he's reason. Got thick, bloody drool, which just, rules. He just he's is just disgusting. Wandering around, bleeding with long fingers, like everything well, is. And the thing is, like, because like all this is happening in like when you, the coffins look amazing. Yes, there's no sets. They're just in crypts, like actual fucking like stone walled dungeons at all. Like I, this movie is a blast. It it's, is. It's 84 minutes well spent. Um, okay, so but I think for, just for me, I think what makes it an amazing movie is that the long it's not just about the long fingers and the blood it's like it's easy to get caught up in the long is, thingies because what so it long. is is it's like it does it makes me feel something and that's magic that's movie magic is there, when there, I there's so much longing in this movie and like yeah. though it's not without its clunky exposition along the way because of course it's a low budget horror film that, that's sort of bread and bread and butter to that genre it, it, you do just get so wrapped up in the environment and everyone's reactions seem very real set up against this this very you know gritty interesting backdrop mm -hmm. and we were talking about watching it how like i love midsummer for example mm -hmm. but like you know th this you know, Ari, old Ari had to make a fake little village for his fucking movie. Yeah. And there is something to be said, like th there's something about the totality, the 100 percentedness of everything in this movie that does yield like a, a takeaway that that is more haunting and lingering. Right. Despite being very silly and dumb. And yeah, like, the sword fight is, is so there's stupid. There's a late movie <laughs> sword fight between Radu with his big fingies and Stefan's much more attractive half-brother. Do you think he was at a disadvantage? Because like, how are you rapping your hands around that sword hilt with such long fingies. I think that there's a lot of stuff about Radu's life that is challenging. Or do you think maybe that gives him a little more dexterity where he can like really fluidly fling that sword around? Wow. Obviously didn't look like it. We're, we are two masters of sword play. Yeah. So we, we know good sword play when we see it. And this movie is clonk, clonky <laughs> sword play. And we yeah. love it. Yeah. It I love fun. that there's a, a sword fight and it's, it's awkward as shit. <laughs> it's, it's, but it's it, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's this backstory where they spent a lot of time learning how to sword, mm. but this is the backstory where they're like, all right, we're going to fight to the death with swords, but none of us, neither of us have actually well, it, practiced. It gets to the scrappiness at the heart of a lo-fi production like this, where we get to the sword fight and like, and just fucking, I don't know, swing the swords at each other for a little bit and we'll put it together. Like this is not fucking, you <laughs> yeah. know, uh, they do, they do. Um, let's, let's shift to MVD. Okay. Because I think this is, we're talking this word fight. Lots of deaths happen in the final 10 minutes of this movie. Huge facts, huge facts. So we got um, the two ladies. We haven't really talked about nipples as much as we did during, but there was this weird thing where they would only show us one nipple at a time. Yeah, and eventually you see a, a full set of nipples, but for yeah. a while it's like one or, it was just sort just of a funny, of <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's like a contractual thing. Maybe, because we don't see any nipples on some people. But yeah. anyway. Charles the, carries a book with him he calls The Nip Book, and it just it yeah. updates a nipple-related. Just all the people in the world. Observations. I've seen. Sure. Um, the but two he ladies writes it in his own blood. Anyways, yeah. go ahead. Two ladies, they turn into vampires. Yeah. The, the two, cool. um, Michelle's uh, Lillian and Mara, who are Michelle's college chums. Uh, and by the way, number one, as a Lovecraftian ding dong, academic in over their head is yeah. my single favorite horror trope. It's great. And I love that this is, you, you know, three of them. calling back to midsummer again. It's like, uh, annoying college students being annoying, get into trouble. Not yeah. good. I love it. Um, but also they're not sort of like the caring that when she's, when her friend is sick and sad from the vampire blood, I like that moment where she's like, yeah, she was a ding dong the whole time, but yeah, she's our ding dong. Yeah. And it's sad that she's dying. Hey, if you got freaking vampirized, I'd be, I'd feel sad as she's, shit. Well, Hey, if I became then a I vampire. I fucking blow your head off with fuck. a fucking shotgun full Wouldn't of rosary beads. you want to be beads. a vampire with me? <laughs> yeah, we'd be so annoying. I mean, I think we would just be pretty hard chiller vampires. That's true. We wouldn't go out of our way to vamp. It'd be really great to watch the ongoing evolution of the North American jam scene, you know, just yeah. for decades, centuries into the future. And we could start a new podcast. <laughs> Radio's cast. <laughs> this week on Radio's cast. Cats or dogs. Which one do you like better? <laughs> <laughs> just like Radu the resistance grifter orange man I thought I was monstrous well you are I am I'm yes. Radu um, so we got they die well Carl blasts one of them with the fucking with the bed. rosary bullets which well, I've the, never the seen thing before that, like we like so much about vampire killers is that like uh, vampire survivors excuse me is that like 
just the concept of vampires introduces all these images into your head and you can sort of have fun with those archetypes and yeah. truly to see something you've never seen before like the rosary bead shotgun shells right genius. we've watched blade we've watched every episode of buffy like i've seen a shitload of vampire movies and this is i mean maybe it's been done before but it was exciting and fresh of a tiny little Romanian American subspecies. And this is a 1991 movie. And like, it just sort of feels like uh, many other movies could have even ripped that off. And like, it still stands as relatively unique and incredibly creative. So yeah, that's awesome. cool. So one of them is get blasted with that. Other one gets crushed by a chandelier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, Radu gets staked in the heart with a flaming spear and then beheaded, yeah. but not enough to kill him, so we can't call the most valuable death. No. You can't get Radu that easily. I mean, you do, we do have What the... if Jack Nicholson was Radu? <laughs> Pretty close already. Listen, Stefan. <laughs> I want the bloodstone. Yeah. You can't have it, Radu. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, okay. Here you go. Yeah. Um, I guess old Pappy dies, right? Angus Grimm dies. Scene. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think, I think I'm going to give mine to sort of a off-screen death, but with a pretty gnarly ending. Ah, uh, yes, a Romanian lady who warns them about vampires. Seer, who gets her? She's wearing this awful like sh- trash. Well, they hat. they go to like a, a terrifying Romanian ritual where they're like dancing around fresh graves and wearing horrifying but folk also, masks. Most of them look presentable. Hers looks like she was like walked through a bush and she, just like a sort of like a member of slipknot uh if they yeah. went through like a like a, a druidic uh right or it looks like if um someone from what's that show on hbo with i'm the last of us no, the the hey my name is woody harrelson and i'm a cop and then hey my name is matthew mcconaughey and i'm a Tom's cop. a flat circle true detective true looks like she detective. uh walked through one of those guys to hang, hang like twig machines yeah the thing about twigs were huge in that series the problem with season two way less twigs no twigs no twigs no I twigs would say. there's just highways yes twigs it's no colin right colin vince how is this bad taylor <laughs> one is watching it because it was not fun to watch uh, and it was weirdly boring uh yeah it was really overwritten too yeah remember the episode where he stares at this like stain in the ceiling there's like a two-minute monologue about the stain yeah, you can't ring that bell Jesus twice. Like we got Christ. plenty of that in the first series. I really wonder mm. if I go back and watch the first season if I like it at all. I liked it, it was so much fun at the time. No, no, I. When, no, no, I've watched. Was, I've done it. Yeah, I've done you, the test. It? It holds up. All right, Matthew's so good. We love Matthew's the, so good. We love McConaughey, and if he runs for president, we will quit our jobs and support him in whatever he does. Wait, is that one of the qualifications to vote for him? Yes, he must quit your job and watch lots of True Detective. I'm going to even give my award to the um, probably named, but I forgot her name, Seer. She was cool, and she gets her head cut off. Yeah. um, Because she dies by the vampire, and so they also kill her again. Double death. So she gets double death. And I'm going to go with an an, an, an unconventional choice as well, but Michelle's transformation into the undead. It It is a death. And I think Stefan lustily digging his fangs into her shoulder is great. Yeah. And we finally get to see the two androgynous main characters. Uh, or I, I don't know. It's androgynous out of style. Can you say that anymore? The two like relatively gender blurred main romantic leads. I don't know. They become one pale brunette. <laughs> they they come together coffin. to become one. Yeah. And I love that. And I, yeah. uh, I love, I just fucking love. They movie. make out well. They make out well. And when he finally eats her, it's awesome. We love it. Yeah. Good to see. Good to see. Um, love Most this movie. Valuable. I know you're MVP. You're not. You do. Oh yeah, MVP is Carl, motherfucker. He's the whistler of the movie. Something that we, by the end of the Blade series, that we really came to appreciate is that having a an olded bearded man with a billion weapons tucked <laughs> away in a billion stash spots is yeah. just a fucking. It makes everything better. I, I think want every everyone scene, to have a whistler style, you know, supporter guy. And every scene with him is great. Carl rocks. He He's sells really it. good. Let's get. Let's bring up his name. The ultimate honor on this show. <laughs> Finding his name. Well, you just closed. You know, you're in your email. I know. There's a. I got a crazy email. <laughs> Ivan J. Rado. His name's Rado. Very no, Rado. Oh. And he's dead. Fuck. <laughs> and he's Mexican. <laughs> he worked on the Wild Bunch. What's the way he died in Seattle? I got a million questions about fucking Rado. He's great. Rado, Rado. This is crazy. I don't even know what to think he anymore. Just recently died. Six seven. Yes, Holy there's shit. our king. So he acted in the Wild Bunch as Jorge Radu. Uh, well, at the time, he <laughs> did Ernst. 
God, oh, what a fascinating I man. I Genuinely see. fascinating. This is actually his third to last uh, movie. Aww. Fourth to last movie. Excuse hey, me. but he kept living. He That's... kept living for a little bit. So he was in Puppet Master 2. He's in Mac and Me. He's in Mac and Me. God, what a career this guy had. Hell yeah. <laughs> what a strange man. Um, so yeah, MVP for me is definitely Carl. The dude fucking whips. He uh, he busts out the fucking shotgun, and then that's yeah. why I want in a movie and like this. He has this. like really intense conversations about uh, who Stefan should fuck. He does, it's and just I just great. like he's so invested in Stefan. Yes, I love their relationship. Like it's really beautiful, and, and it's much like the Blade Whistler like, or us, two good friends. Us? Yeah, who's the immortal? Um, Beefcake, and who's the? I'm the immortal beefcake, and I'm the weathered machine gun. Yep, you guy. are. You're my whistler. Okay, but the, the twist on it is that you're a skinny little fella, mm-hmm. not a big old slab. Yeah, he's a slab. Carl is not you, a small you could, man. You could make a pyramid out of a hundred Carls or two pyramids. No, I think just one's fine. Okay, just make it a little taller. You're right. You know, maybe I, I bit off more than I could chew. Yeah. Yeah, let's leave it at one. Well, just a tip of the hat to the deceased, but incredibly interesting Ivan J. Rado. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> I love it. Looks him. great. Look at yeah. that. Look at this. He smile. made it to the ripe old age of 87. Good for him. He looks he looks amazing. And it, we, did anyone ask him about his eyebrows? Like are his, 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 can you oh. find a picture of him in, as Jorge? Um or, or as Ernst? Oh God, I don't okay. This sure. is a good episode with pictures. Well, we noticed so much during the watching that so many of the Romanian men had the, the most incredible owl eyebrows. But he's not even Romanian. I know, but he's I'm Mexican. That's so crazy. Is there a place called the Wild Brunch? Imagine how cool that would be. <laughs> That'd be good. I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of Ernest Borknine. <laughs> I think it's going to be hard to track down okay, a photo of Okay, we'll just have to him. watch. Maybe we could do the Wild yeah. Bunch for a bone. The Wild Bunch is such a brutal, amazing, upsetting movie. Is that movie. Pecky That's the Peck and Pock. So, yeah. I mean, that's the movie that someone say changed cinema. Cool. Well, God, look well, at Ernest Borgnine. Oh, I gap see. tooth grin. Why don't you just put in a... Uh, I put in Ernest. Rado. No one's gonna. No one. No one gives a flying. Sh- no one has made this connection until now. There he is. Okay, there eyebrows. He is. Good eyebrows. Look at his eyebrows. They're not quite as uh, seasoned as they would become. Yeah, there he is. He's, he's that big old gun. That's him. Yeah, yeah, that's Carl. Well, he's got King's eyebrows. Wow. Okay. So we're getting to the end of the episode here. Let well, me ask you, you. Yeah. Can you ask me who? Uh, who's my your MVP? MVP? Who's your MVP? I have who's my your favorite. MVP? Uh, obviously, Radu. Yeah, Radu rocks. <laughs> Radu movie, rules. This movie needed Carl, uh, but I mean, I'm not dunking on yours, but like this movie would have been so, like inconsequential without Radu for me. Yeah. He is the everything. We understand so little about Radu and need to know nothing. nothing. We just see Radu and we're like, I get it. That's a bad guy. Yeah. He and rocks. Supporting, um, supporting MVP. In the running, didn't win. Were the little butt demons? Butt demons were great. Uh, they looked more. shockingly good. So good. It does make sense that I guess yeah, that David W. W. Allen uh, is a real pro. And it was he good. Kind of saved the day there. Because you make that little ant. I don't know. And, and honey, I shrunk the kids. Well, it's a quite a large ant, if you recall. That's the yeah. whole thing. What's his name? Auntie. Auntie make ant ants. Ugh. Yeah. So Charles, back. are you asking when will it end at this point in the series? Please tell the listeners, tell me, tell the world. Resounding uh, F no. F no. No, I want more. I'm I've heard of F9, more. but F no. What's F9? <laughs> uh, Fast and the Furious 9. Oh, yeah. yeah. I heard about We've that covered too. it in the podcast. Yeah. We did. We sure did. That's when they go to space. They go to space. Yeah. <laughs> Roman finally goes to space. Are you asking when will it end? Hell no. No. This I think is going to be a such long... a lovely vibe. I mean, obviously, when you're working in micro budget straight to video horror, you're always dancing on the razor's edge of when will right. this just fucking suck. And uh, my vague memories of two and three are very fond. But like, again, I just can't say enough, like from soundtrack to the on the on location shooting to the really great genre acting that's going on. There's just nothing to dislike about this. It no. is, it's just pure comfort food that I like inject into my veins, etc. It's so visceral. I think that's something that's just like that's why practical effects, you know, for all the old timers or just going on about practical effects versus CGI. I'm not I like CGI and I've changed my tune on it. But it's nothing like a wet wound. Remember the the pulsating finger bleeding out in the Jesus. Like, it looks There's so good. like it and just like it looks fake but so sort of CGI just like looks real in a different way and it's really gross. Yeah, I mean if if you have fond memories of playing old NES games about like cryptic gothic horror, this just sort of feels like that same wonderful well-worn lived-in vibe and yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah. Well, uh, can you before we go, I'm just yeah. curious, can you bring up that wiki page again? I certainly can. can you give my us the friend. years on this 
sprawling five-part franchise? It starts in 1991 and goes all the way to 1998. So three, four, seven, eight. Well, there's a spinoff too. There's Vampire Journal. Yeah, that's in there. Bum, that bum, bum. Is that so? And we've uh, got uh, Bloodstone, subspecies two, Bloodlust, subspecies three, <laughs> Vampire Journals. Subspecies four, bloodstorm. Blood These sound awesome. And there's uh, rumors of maybe a fifth along the way. But Ooh. listener, join us as we return to Romania in our second installment. And remember, if you see Radu, don't follow him into the castle. Ooh.